0: back to old school with dp and jay on 93 the ticket and the ticket we're back out here at the chi center jay foreman dp old school again brought to you by the mercado certified p special ingredients and in butcher shop two locations in lincoln one in omaha taking it over listen i will tell you this about the mercado we have a heat wave coming next week so Go there and uh, stock up. But, anyways, we are w- minutes away for the from the pregame show. Yes, sir. Uh, for the first official pro volleyball match, and it started. It's starting here in Omaha. Omaha Super, Supernovas against the Atlanta Vibe. Uh, we had Coach Renee Saunders on in the first segment at the top of five o'clock hour. We had Jen Spiker, who is the CEO of the pro volleyball federation with that being said dp we have some other sporting news i want to ask your opinion uh because you guys have plenty to talk about in the uh uh, pre-match show is adrian griffin milwaukee bucks gets uh kind of ousted uh and then next thing you know doc rivers is hired within hours i think that was probably already done what do you think or envision um Doc Rivers bringing, obviously besides his pedigree that Coach Griffin wasn't able to do, considering DP, that they are 30-13, and 13, the same record as the Denver Nuggets, the defending NBA world champs right now. What do you think the Milwaukee management either didn't see or or possibly sees with Doc Rivers coming in?
1: Standard. Standard. It's what Coach Renee was talking about with being professional right and the standard is not in the level of success that you have it's are you having the level that you should have, right that the players involved the Giannis and and when when Dame says look we're not playing the level right when Giannis says yeah I would have booed us too you can't have the best player in the universe (laughs) yeah say that listen we're not playing like I would boo us too for in the day and age of paying big money for tickets right to having name value, and then remember, you're playing for an NBA title. Right. This is not Minnesota. This right. is not Charlotte. Oh, oh, no, no! You no, heard no. what I said. No, what no, I no. said. I said what I said. Ant- this Man. is not Minnesota. Ant Man. Listen, Ant- you heard. Man thinks different. Look, yeah. <laughs> right. That's because he because he your boy now.
0: Yeah. He your oh, boy he been now. my boy. Though. He your boy now. Yeah, he might be my boy. Cat. Cat, Cat out there put up a 60 Cat, burger. I don't care what Cat does. They, <laughs> Cat, Cat put up a 60 burger. That would be a, a mid a mid-season trade for me.
1: But you you but that's just the thing. The the Bucks are playing for an NBA title. Right. Nothing else is acceptable. That is the standard. They know it. Right. And they know that it's a cl- it's a short window. Like you don't yeah. have forever in this thing. You don't know what Dame's future is going to be. Right. You don't know what situation or circumstance is going to be. So, listen, get it done. Who can get us there?
0: Right. And who has done it before?
1: Of all the people who are available, it's a short list of people who can move the mountain.
0: So, I wanted to ask you two things, right? And and I understand that with Doc Rivers. But, you you know, Doc Rivers has had some struggles himself, you know, quite frankly, in Philly and then obviously the L.A. Clippers and before that. Um, Do you think – is a two, two-part two question. Do you think Doc Rivers coming in is more um, personality management slash motivation?
1: 100%.
0: More than X's and
1: O's. 100%. Right. The X's and O's, you said before, at some point the you, players have to play. play. Right. The players have to play. And you have two of the best ten in, in the and world.
0: Then, yeah. Still at a high clip. Right.
1: So. Playing at a high clip. I mean, those are – like if you made the list now, right. those are two names that you put in the right. top ten, top 15 – Uh, And our plan well. Right?
0: And our plan well. And
1: then you have other pieces that fit the whole thing. You've won 30 games, but they know that they should have won 38. Yeah. And And that's the reality, right? That's the reality. Can I just – wait a minute. Wait a minute. That that is unacceptable. That is unacceptable what we just witnessed. I just want to point out that Nick Saynard is standing here, and, again, we're, we're courtside. He's a catcher for crying right. out loud, and I've said that the catchers aren't athletes. Right. But what just happened, the ball came over here. Yeah. And what Nick Sainer did behind your back was to duck his head and put his hands over his head.
0: Yeah. And you know what is it's not about what he did, it's what he didn't do. What he didn't do is able to catch the ball, one hand, track the ball. It's still there, DP. It's
1: how was how, how that a thing? I'm disappointed.
0: Yeah. I'm I mean, disappointed. I'm are you just disappointed say or did it just reaffirm? The one other thing I wanted to talk about this is Milwaukee Bucks, because I think it's interesting, they were going to move on to NFL with Nick Sirianni kind of in a, new, uh, a new, new position essentially as a head coach to reprove himself, right? I want to ask you about the Bucks, because you got to think uh, before they had the, uh, the 23rd hour uh, trade for Dame Lillard, right, they were not in championship or bust mode. You know what I mean? None of their off offseason uh, moves were, were for that. Um, obviously, when you traded for Dame, you got rid of Holiday, which took away a ton of your defensive uh, respect and ability to really shut teams down because he was such a really big part of that team, not only on the court but in the locker room. Uh-huh. So when you when you see something like this where you hire a coach and when you hire you know, Griffin, because you could have hired Doc Rivers in the offseason, yeah. and then you make a switch. Do you think it's solely predicated on, okay, we got Dame, we're actually a good team, the East is a little bit shaky because the Celtics are the Celtics. are not scaring anybody, even though Porzingis is playing pretty well. And you figure the 76ers don't have the weapons. So it's either Milwaukee can say, like, we can go to an NBA Finals and you just never know. Do you think this has changed on the fly from a management standpoint? Because the management all offseason – was like, okay, we're going to try to find a way next year to make Giannis happy versus this year.
1: No, I mean, it It, it has to be. We know that leadership starts everything, yeah. right? Yeah. If your leadership is not world championship, then the team doesn't matter. Right. Like, the, the people who run it have to make those base-level decisions. Right. Picking the, the right ninth man on the roster right. is as big the a decision reason. as yeah. the number four. Right. You have to championships are won from the executive level right so listen if they've made decisions along and then accepted being 30 and 13 which a lot of organizations would have done and yeah. been fine with oh yeah this tells me that they've accepted that listen this isn't good enough. enough and it won't and be we good we need to make changes yeah
0: and, and they and, you and know tough what, changes and you know what they are probably um guesstimating and forecasting that other teams in the east will start making moves this is not just based on the bucks it's forecasting and so uh, with that being said let's go over to the philadelphia eagles obviously a disappointing last third of the season obviously started out 10 and one end up 11 and seven uh, one and six slide and none of their the, none of their losses passed the eye test especially going on the road to tampa bay a team that scored nine points the week before against Car- or against carolina panthers Put up, I think, over 30 points against them with a very talented roster. I could argue that the most talented roster in the league, even with A.J. Brown out. But you just there was rumors that Seriani was out. Um, and, and to have an end-of-the-season press conference, that let you know it was on the...
1: At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit Parker.com/purpose. Parker: Engineering Your Success.
0: A table, I think they said he listen. He he, he's a holding call away from a being a Super Bowl champions, uh, a little bit high expectations, obviously low results, so we're going to give him another chance got rid of the offensive coordinator, got rid of the defensive coordinator. A indirect move has been this, a little bit of tampering, not so much. Vic Fangio and the Dolphins mutually decided to part ways. It's essentially probably he is on his way to Philly to become their defensive coordinator, and they fired Ben Johnson, their offensive coordinator. But the one interesting thing that Nick Ceriani said today, he said he wants to reprove himself it's an interesting take because that had to be from upstairs talking to him directly, right? Because you got to think, yes, you always are trying to prove yourself. Andy Reed's always trying to prove himself, but when you go to a Super Bowl and, a, and like I said, a holding call away from being world champs, start out 10 and one. Um, and then when you try to look at the roster next year, Jason Kelsey's probably retired. Fletcher Cox is, is up for a new deal. Graham's up for a new deal. Uh, Johnson might retire or get a new deal and salary cap issues. With A.J. Brown having an attitude problem, how much proving can he do with a depleted potentially roster and and salary cap issues?
1: All of it. All of it. Every every coach worth a plug nickel. Every coach proves every play call, every practice, every drill, every deal that you make, every deal you require, every transaction. Every coach. At the top level of any sport, has to reproof all the time. The yeah. fact that you said that you have to reproof meant that somebody told you that, right. and you either you forgot
0: or you thought or you felt like you, you thought I'm bigger than the game. And, and then I think really, and I can't speak for Philly, but I, when I hear it and, and, and look at the roster, because everything has to be within reason, right? Yeah. Um, when you when AJ Brown probably be traded, and then all the other guys, Hall of Fame guys, what do you think? Johnson and Kelsey, for sure, all Hall of Famer. Fletcher Cox, a great uh, defensive tackle. And Brandon Graham, a stalwart for 12 years there with Philly, probably all gone along with some other, you know, small pieces. I think they're talking to him about the everyday process of proving yourself, again, as a leader and a coach versus DP, yeah. the X's and O's. Because they feel like if they can get him to be the coach that he was two years ago, the wins and losses will take care of itself. He
1: knows the game. Right. Like, There's not a game situation that he hasn't been in. Right. And with the type of player that he's right. going to deal with. Right. All of that just means that you took a step back. Yeah. And didn't execute. Right. You, you weren't worthy of what you should have been. Right. Like you were in place. Again, who's been in more places than Vic Fangio? Right.
0: He's, he's <laughs> like the hired sniper. He goes from head coach to defensive coordinator extraordinaire. The Dolphins, you know, acted like, you know, they got a head coach, uh, you know, part two. Yeah. And that lasted a year. Kind of like how Greg Williams and Jim Schwartz, sometimes you need to go to a place and reinvent yourself. So it's going to be interesting to see what Vic Fangio does differently uh, with this Philadelphia defense that's not going to be as talented as that Dolphin defense that he's just leaving. Right. And what was the reasons behind it? And it it goes both ways. And what are the reasons that are behind it? Do they come with him to Philly? Now, I don't think Vic Fangio is a malcontent or something like that. But they ha- there had to be some or too much blame placed at his feet. I do know Vic that wa- that much. He is very well, realistic. We, we, we
1: had the Charlotte right. connection, right? right? So you knew the stories and had the experience. Right. I think some of it is this. There are times, and you get mad at me when I say it. Right. But there are times when elite players need a grown-up in the room. Right. You don't need your boy.
0: Right.
1: You don't need Brian Johnson cool. You don't need yeah. somebody that you feel like, one, I was a better quarterback than you were.
0: <laughs> right?
1: You, and you've been in the room. Right, yeah. Where a, a player looked at the coach and said, hey, wait, what do you know about how right. I'm supposed to get through the right. toughest, most difficult right. part of my career? You yeah. never had to. And
0: you ain't never coached before. You ain't
1: never right. coached before. Right. You or, or you've never coached at this level. Right. Some of it removes... The nonsense, that nonsense and all, all that the questioning and stuff like that. All that conversation right. is like, well, wait a minute, you've never done it. Right. Okay, guess what? Here's how this is going to right. work. Right. And the moment that you state that and then execute that, everything becomes simple.
0: Yeah, I think also for Seriana, you, you couldn't you couldn't turn around and hire a young coach. you got to go get established, especially defensive coach, because you have to project or – Assume the defense is going to be depleted from a talent level just because of salary cap issues. You can't bring them all back. It was this last year, and this is why it was so disappointing. They brought guys back at it really high salaries. Didn't renegotiate a lot of their salaries because they were going into the last year. They pushed all their chips into the center of of the of the table, and for whatever reason, they faltered down the stretch. And so, when you're a in management, whether you're Howie Roseman. Or or Lori, you have to look. Okay, well then it has to start somewhere, where they I think they missed the beat a little bit and didn't recognize probably preseason and off season, is that you lost both of your coordinators that are now head coaches, and so you lost the rhythm, you lost the play calling. It could be the playbook could be the same, the play caller in this in in that sense, especially with a young aspiring quarterback ascending quarterback is is crucial so it would be interesting to see what uh, happens next year in philly here's uh, what here's what i'll ask
1: you before we get a break does philly have enough talent to be the best team in the nfc they've already proven that right
0: no um oh we got breaking news jim harbaugh officially now adam schefter is pretty reliable jim harbaugh has decided to leave michigan and be the head coach of the Los Angeles Chargers. That baby blue in the in that lightning bolt is going to be huge. Um, Wait a
1: minute. What's up? That's the sound of Michigan fans.
0: Oh, nobody cares. Listen, <laughs> when you win it, listen when you win a national championship and people really don't even put you on your on your parade, it, it shows you where where Michigan is. So, I hope uh, they
1: get. I, I hope they. I hope they get moisten that rings.
0: Well, here, Jim Harbaugh. <laughs> Jim Harbaugh and them did it right. They had their celebration right away. Um, I think it was time. I did. I mean, I really think. I think the, the how you know being close to the Vikings uh, organization with my dad, knowing how close he was to becoming the Vikings head coach. Yeah. Um, a couple years ago, and always being, you know, in the NFL, those talks in your name just doesn't get picked out of the sky, or out of the, or the hair, so or, or or the air. And I think Michigan saw it coming. They they probably did him a solid because they kind of I wouldn't say sold their soul for a national championship but they say all right look you got us a national championship and that's all they wanted now we'll we'll see what the ramifications are and i and I'm going to ask you this DP uh before we go to break and think about it and then we'll turn it over to the the pre-match show is will Jim Harbaugh leaving to the NFL change what potentially could happen down the road from the NCAA you get what I'm saying because sometimes, out of sight, out of mind, he could get a little bit softer. He's in the NFL. You don't want to really penalize the coach or the kids or the programs that they're in the present time. Uh, that's why it's so weird. It takes you five years to kind of come to a decision. Think about that. We're going to go to break. DP, Jay Foreman, uh, Old School. We'll be right back. You're listening to Old School with DP and J. Download the mobile app and listen wherever you are on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com.